0: Hi everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It, where we watch shows we love and then rip them apart. It's the last episodes of Emily in Paris. You're super excited. I'm so excited. I can do a happy dance. It's a little
1: bittersweet for me, I feel like.
0: It's all sweet for me.
1: (laughs) My bitter side of the bittersweet is just because I think it was a great show for us to do. So I am going to miss the banter about it for right now. Otherwise... These last two really gave us a run for our money. I think. Yeah, I was
0: confused. I have. To, I, I don't know. I. I felt like the stakes should have been higher. A
1: thousand percent. I feel like <laughs> it wasn't. I like. First of all, let me just add this. I do like that we made the choice to combine these two because I felt like they Ugh. probably should have anyway. I totally agree. It should have been I was going to an, gonna an hour finale. comment. Yep. It should have been an hour finale because the way it worked. Everything just was... flowed.
0: Yeah, because in so many of the other episodes, as we've said, have been standalone, just kind of one to the next, not really overflowing a lot of the plots. But this definitely felt like the two episodes went hand in hand. Absolutely. So I totally agree with that.
1: Yep. But you're right. We're going to go back to what we've been saying all along. And just when I thought she was going to get nabbed for being such a fuck up. <laughs>
0: I know, I can't tell you how much I celebrated when Sylvie fired her.
1: <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, she's finally getting the repercussions of her kind of know-it-all with some...
0: Right, just that's a l- word. just doing whatever the hell she wanted to do at any and given And getting time. away with it, Yeah. yeah. And
1: I was kind of like, oh my God, it's finally, it's finally happening. She's going to get the real world repercussions. Right. Actual
0: consequences. It
1: fucking didn't work.
0: I know. I know. I think, wait, where did I? So my progression of notes there, first note was finally, in all caps. (laughs) Second note was bye, bitch. And then... The third note I have is, oh, sweet Jesus, what the fuck? Because at this point now, Julian and Luke were telling her, oh like, being fired doesn't actually mean you're fired. And I was like, no, no, right. we did it. We did the thing. The thing happened that we've been waiting for for so long. And now you're telling me that, like, it's not real. I did love the two of them, though. Oh, God. They were so cute. This they episode. were so cute. I wish we could have seen more of this, like, before, you know, I, I don't know, I
1: i mean was she worthy of that probably not But they were adorable and i couldn't stop writing notes about it because i just loved it was very sweet and luke especially i i miss luke that is literally the first thing i wrote in this he needs like a standalone show or special or something because he made viewing
0: pleasurable he sure did yeah. Yep. I, I loved his, when he was giving that presentation, nobody was paying attention to him because it was like Sylvie and Antoine having their little drama. And then Emily was texting Matthew and, and like nobody was listening. He's like, um, excuse me, like I'm trying to present here. And I was like, yes, everybody listen to Luke. Poor Luke. Seriously. So smart. <laughs> and um,
1: you did bring up a key player in these past two episodes.
0: What do you think of Matthew? OK, here's what I think of Matthew. I kind of love him.
1: I, d- I think he's the most realistic of this show. I think if we just did something with his hair.
0: I didn't like the hair. You're yeah, right. if he just did something with his hair, he would be the perfect man. Because there were so many moments where I was like, oh, oh, okay. Right. Like I, yes. Again, I think he,
1: he brings realism to a f- fake scenario. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's the guy you want around. Yes,
0: he's charming, but not in that, like, overly aggressive, kind of cheesy way. Cheesy way, right. And I wrote in my notes, I have, um, I'm a little hot for Matthew because he was just kind of like subtle, but not subtle in a way that, oh, it was when Pierre was having his meltdown and Emily tried to talk him off the ledge and it didn't work. And so Matthew was like. You know what the French did when the bombs were dropping on Paris? They made love, they made love and then he kissed her, and I was just like, "Oh, oh my God, I'm a little hot under the uh, collar." He is very smooth, and I think that's
1: what I loved about him too, because anything he did just seemed natural. Mm-hmm. Where it wasn't this like, "Oh, he's being corny," or "He's trying to get the girl," and he's trying to be impress, like trying to impress her, like. No, he's doing his... I think that's his just normal way. Right, that's just And if all men were like that, as straightforward and not like... He was straightforward with a side of... I'm going to keep using realistic because I feel like he's coming back to... He's not trying hard. No. He doesn't have to try hard.
0: Yeah, it it seems to come naturally to him, but he also... He doesn't feel safe to me. Like it's not like he, you know. I feel like he's not the nice guy, but he isn't the cad either. Like he's not right.
1: And what I did love was, I mean, we've we've interacted with him prior episodes minimally, mm-hmm. but and where he seemed like an asshole initially. I feel like she calls him up and she's like, "Listen, I need to dress it." And she's like, "I can't tonight." He goes, "All right, what's the address?" Like I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Like listen, you asked me for help, work at it. Like, Mm -hmm. do something about it, you know? So as much as I'm surprised that he gave her such an easy way to get to that, I liked that.
0: Yeah.
1: I I liked that he kind of gave that initiative. He
0: doesn't seem to be under her spell in the way that so many other people are. He is fascinated by her, but... He also kind of makes her earn it in a way that I don't think like some of the other guys we've seen have done. After Emily has that whole disaster experience at the charity auction thingy. What we don't pay attention to because Gabrielle comes knocking on the door is that when she checks her phone in the morning, Matthew texted her to ask if she was okay, which was sweet.
1: Yeah. And really nice. And, then, and non-invasive. And yeah. Uh, condescending in any way. Or I stalkerish.
0: Mean, like he right. could have showed up. Not that Gabrielle is being stalkerish. He does live in her building. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like if he like showed up, that might have been a little like aggressive in terms of a relationship. But he reached out in just like the right way. And I felt like it was such a quick thing that if you didn't notice that that text was on her phone, you wouldn't have even realized that he had done that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we focus on Gabrielle coming up and being like, I saw this in the newspaper. I'm sorry. I'm just going to shit on Gabrielle this whole episode. Well, (laughs) we should get
1: into why she was in the newspaper in the first place. Sure. Oddly liked the whole thing. I I liked the storyline of transforming Pierre's vision. Or mm-hmm. I- trying inevitably, to adapt, yes, it. Yeah. adapt to things. And the gray space guys, like, it was just weird. The whole concept was weird. Yes. But I saw why it needed to be done. And I was like, okay, this does happen. I mean, we've seen it. Performance art. Like, we yeah. know it exists. Mm-hmm. But I like—I kind of like how they incorporated into this stuff. Like, it was just kind of like, you know, oh, we can make performance art. And genuine fashion combined. I would have bought one of those sweatshirts.
0: Yeah, I would have. I mean, I think it's sort of perfectly analogous to what Emily is doing at Savoir mm-hmm. because, you know, she's the new age coming in trying to convince the older generations that there is value in the new version of things, the new way of doing things. So it was a little heavy handed in sense of a metaphor. Mm -hmm. So do you think that uh, Gray Space was truly trying to honor Pierre Cadeau with their stunt? Because the way that they then went about like taking the venue for, you know, Fashion Week and whatnot seemed a little underhanded or at least not necessarily like they were trying to pay homage to... A an icon in the universe. No,
1: I, I don't think it was I do no. know. I think it was beneficial that they did what they did knowing full well that Pierre would back out of Fashion Week. They'd get the space they needed. I think it was a conniving mm. back So then where? Story.
0: how does the collaboration fit into that? Because initially they agreed to do that collaboration with Pierre and with the sweatshirts and stuff and Pierre says no. Do you think they just knew he would say no to that? I yeah I think you know and they were
1: trying you know to appear cooperative right and you know a designer set in their ways and that's just how it went. I found it odd that all of a sudden Pierre is so about Emily. Yeah, I think that well because up- we just
0: we haven't seen him since like the one episode he was in where he called her gossip girl.
1: Right, which was so like I four guess okay, ago. So I guess he likes her, but just the level at which. They communicate now. Yeah. They're the, like the on fact this like first name basis type of thing. And it's like, right. you like her that much? I don't know. And was he
0: takes her advice so seriously or that he is like seeking her counsel is kind of odd.
1: I do want to see if smacking creme really okay. helps depression because...
0: At first, I was, I was so conf- <laughs> excited about this scene. Uh, what did you think he was just going to eat all? Of them? Yes, yes, I thought that he was just in bed in his. Robe <laughs> well, in my
1: notes, I wrote <laughs> binge I'm like, eating That's creme brulee. So much creme brulee! It and is then... a lot.
0: Yeah, I love creme brulee. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm not. But like one is enough. <laughs>
1: one is more so than when enough. he literally was like just smack it, it helps, and I'm like. Okay, I'm just gonna have somebody make me all this creme brulee so I can smack it and I'll feel better.
0: I just, I feel like maybe there's a less wasteful way to. I would hope that somebody would get, get it your afterwards. stress out.
1: I mean, I don't think it's gonna go to waste, but the I initial that. smacking, I guess, was.
0: I was really obsessed with that initially, and then I was like, oh, this is less exciting now that he's just smacking
1: this. I did like their banter though. I like him kind of listening to her. I thought it was a cute relationship step forward. I didn't think
0: that she was wrong. She wasn't wrong. And to be totally honest, the way that things ended with the fashion show that he did, I didn't get that. Like, I didn't really understand why that was effective. Can you help me understand why? Or do you not understand why? I don't don't really understand
1: why either.
0: It seemed like they were trying to steer into the skid because... The models were all wearing dresses that were like I'm tacky and basic, and Which I whatever. feel like I've seen
1: that in real life. I feel like there was a fashion show <laughs> could
0: be that did I don't something
1: know. of the type where like there was just sayings or something on the clothes. In the end, I felt like it was very liberating for him, and it needed to be done.
0: Well, I mean, it seemed to help him, but yeah. I just I I don't know. I I don't I wasn't expecting that to be the solution, and it, I felt it was a little underwhelming because i thought that he was actually going to produce some like really unique designs that were edgy and interesting edgy
1: enough for the new generation to be like oh, but emily to be like oh this is great so i'm like oh this is going to be just some but then seeing them i'm like nobody's wearing this shit
0: right like he's not actually planning on releasing this he's just trying to make to a statement public. exactly so like yeah i guess that's that was my issue with it i just i didn't i didn't feel like that was enough for me, and that's why I said at the beginning, like this just didn't feel like it, there was enough at stake here. No. And also, they they were all of a sudden making a huge deal out of Paris Fashion Week, which is a big deal. It is, but like you would think that they may have mentioned this earlier in the show, like that maybe this would be something that we were was building game, right, towards. Right. That's what we're
1: working with. Yeah, but, that's why we need we need him to work with us. Right, we like this would to, be a great yes.
0: client to acquire because Fashion Week's coming up and blah blah blah. But we this is the first time we're hearing of it and it comes and goes in a flash as everything else does in this show so it really just didn't mean a lot i don't know it it was just kind of strange
1: i did like seeing pierre wear the t-shirt like i thought it was cute i i did i like pierre as a character i do too and i wrote in my notes too that he's been the only um him and matthew too like they're the only ones that have been multi, like, um, repeat players. They're the first, re- like, oh, legit okay. re- like like, sure. we're getting characters that, for the most part, like, we always said, oh, these could be standalone episodes, they, mm-hmm. they have a beginning and an end, you know, whatever. But these characters are repeat players, right. where you do need to watch the, the show to know who they are mm-hmm. and why they're there. And, right. you know, so that development was nice.
0: I kind of liked seeing some continuity yes, yeah yes. across the episode i agree with that yeah because it was getting rather exhausting to just keep doing those little snippets and that's that is why these two episodes felt different from the ones that we've seen previously it just it felt like they actually went together whereas the other ones were just little tidbits along the way
1: if we can get into the gabriel stuff now if you want
0: <laughs> do i want i don't know if I want. i don't know how
1: i feel about any of this to be honest with you I really don't have a set, characterized feeling.
0: Okay, I'll start. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll start with my compliment sandwich. So initially, here's my first layer of bread. I like here. how
1: you started that. Again, Thank you. I'm
0: excited. Um, Gabrielle was wearing a leather jacket <gasps>
1: early on. That um, I wrote that down.
0: That totally wrote that made down. my uterus skip a beat. <laughs> so there was that.
1: It flicked your back a little bit. Wait, what? It flicked your bick a little bit. My bick? What the fuck is a bick? Okay, well, we're going to get a... We're going to have... Get dog, into this. I need to know. lesson time. Oh. Uh, a bick is a lighter. Right. You flick a lighter. Sure. You also flick something same, else. Same. Okay,
0: like a bean. Yeah, a bean. So <laughs> you flicked your dick. Okay. A little bit. I got it. I got it now. We're on the same page. <laughs> oh, this actually brings me to another point that I wanted to make about Emily. So there's that part where they all go to Camille's art gallery opening thingy, right? And Luke, again, uh, Luke, my favorite is. Oh my god! Is this inter- is the best. <laughs> is interpreting part interpreting the painting and discussing the colors and what they represent. That was the
1: best thing. And
0: then Emily's like, let's that's the white part. Oh. And it's like,
1: um, and I loved how Sylvie gave it to us. Yes.
0: Her. Sylvie was serving in this episode. Looks, truth, damn. For Sylvie somebody, is a yeah, queen. Oh my God.
1: Do you have the exact thing? I think I, I might have written it down.
0: Sylvie says she's been pitching an entire beverage campaign based on ejaculation and she doesn't know what the white is. It's the spray, Emily. It's the
1: spray. <laughs> and
0: I thought that was probably one of the best. Oh, it was so good. Um, But I like, I want to say, like, I don't have a problem with Emily being innocent and naive in terms of like sex. Like, that, like, well, okay, okay, listen here. Okay. Because I don't want to judge. Like, people are not necessarily as experienced.
1: That has nothing to do with it.
0: (laughs) But the thing that bothers me about Emily is that she's so uptight about it anytime somebody has to explain something to her. She's just, like, so outraged by it. Like, it's one thing to not know anything about a subject, but to, like, reject learning more about it because you're so like modest that it's uncomfortable is like okay like you need to broaden your heart. I'm watching this
1: scene and the whole time like as it's happening and she asks what the white is I think I yelled at my screen it's the cum emily it's the cum you know what it is but again i loved luke's whole explanation and
0: interpretation
1: it was phenomenal i know
0: well because you think he's like just kind of being creepy at first because he's like this one's about sex and like female sexuality yellow's
1: the urine and yeah and and i'm like oh and everyone's like
0: what and then camille's like no yeah the artist did say that it was about her first sexual experience i was like oh oh, damn the
1: the red is the the, Luke. it was just very like if there's somebody who needs to explain art to me, it's going to be him.
0: I oh, my God. It. I would love to go on a tour of an art gallery with Luke. I or would love anything. to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything with Luke. Would love. Um, okay, but we got sidetracked from Gabrielle. We did. So, yes, Leather Jacket, A+. Not an A+, much less than an A+, is the way he handled the relationship with Camille. and He, he dismissed it
1: rather quickly.
0: I don't like and and, you know we were not present for the discussion but it sounds like when he told Camille that he was going to be moving to Normandy to run this other restaurant that that's all it was. He was telling her this is what I'm doing and there was no discussion. There wasn't a discussion. Again I would love to know how long they've been dating because that would really help me. We don't know that either. That would really help me to determine how much of a dick move this was.
1: Or if it's that important like is it that big of a deal
0: right like if they've only been dating for six months or so you know that's like enough time to get attached to somebody but it wouldn't be like the end of the world were they to move a slight distance away i also um actually i should probably just find out how far paris and normandy are but given that i kind of I- wanted to look that up too and i didn't
1: because i was like do i really care
0: but i i It matters only a little bit. The way
1: the way he described it, he's he would say it's it's two and and a half hours. That's not awful. Yeah,
0: I really actually. I mean, I know that people in Europe tend to have a different perspective on distance than us Americans because we are willing to drive to so many different places, and America is so huge that it's just not a like two and a half hours is really not a big Mm -hmm. deal. And as somebody who was in a long distance relationship for many years, and that distance was. 12 hours of driving versus two and a half hours like it's it's not the same (laughs) at all right so I don't know that whole thing rubbed me the wrong way because it felt like he made that decision without Camille and I don't know if she deserved to be part of that decision or not based on like how long they were together or you know this that or the other thing we don't really know enough about their relationship to know but it felt disrespectful to her to do that it did it did What annoyed me was that Emily pretended like it was also disrespectful to her. And I was like, oh, but you guys are like barely friends. So
1: yeah, I don't like how she keeps trying to put, I think I said this last episode, them being best friends. I don't, you're doing it to be closer to Gabrielle. Like it's obvious and how I feel bad for Camille and not
0: really recognizing that. I don't think that Emily doesn't like Camille.
1: No, but I feel like she's pushing the friend issue so that if anything fucking happens, she can't get in trouble because they're friends.
0: Oh, well, I mean, that's just not the rule, but... No, no. I said <laughs> I it wrong. don't think that's going to save her. I said it
1: wrong. I meant, like... She can easily get out of things. Be like, well, we're best friends. I would never do that. You know, like,
0: I think she's trying... Oh, okay. That. Like, she would have more leeway to spend time yes. with Gabrielle because... Yes. That's where that I was going okay. with that. I think you give Emily too much credit for being conniving. I just... I don't think she's I think even, she's conniving. Uh, <laughs> I don't really see that in her. I, it's just because she's so innocent in every other way that I... It's hard for me to imagine her having a malicious intent. No,
1: I feel like her innocence comes off as like stupidity sometimes oh it absolutely comes off as stupidity it drives me insane but
0: i don't know that she has any sort of malicious intent in the way that she interacts with gabrielle in fact i think that she's been mostly respectful
1: no she's respectful a thousand percent and i just i just think she knows what she's doing that's all um or not i just think she knows what she's doing
0: i honestly i put that more on gabrielle than i do on emily i think what well, you're yeah. describing his, his I think that's is Gabrielle little, yeah yeah I will say that I did see it coming that Antoine was gonna make it happen for Gabrielle to stay in Paris I mean we all knew that he would have to
1: right I did love seeing Antoine again
0: I did too <gasps> wait a minute Antoine. wait
1: a minute wait a minute time yes. out okay what the gift he sent Sylvie
0: oh the nipple earring things what do you call them <laughs> nipple rings nipple rings sure of course
1: that whole awakening where oh my god i just loved them basically telling emily like no they're nipple rings
0: yeah well that's where my comment came in about like emily being innocent like she she's just so prude stupid no it's like not even she's a little that's prude well yeah it is prude because
1: the minute he said they were nipple rings she tried to
0: backtrack and she's like
1: no no <laughs> no hearing
0: well that yeah but that's but that's even less than pr- like that's different from prudish cuz like prudish is being disgusted by the fact that they are nipple rings being stupid and ignorant it's is trying to deny is, it. It. is refusing to acknowledge that nipple rings exist so that's my problem those with are her. nice though holy shit i actually didn't get a good look at them i think i was distracted
1: <laughs> those are fucking that ni- they're nice like i they're better than just a ha- like the bar i think they're they're nice
0: yeah, I I don't think I would do that. Well, I don't have anything pierced, so um... I can't. Like, it, mm-hmm,
1: my nipples would not allow
0: it. <laughs> what do you mean your nipples would not they're allow too, it? They're
1: too um, they're not.
0: <laughs> they don't.
1: <laughs> I want to hear the end of this sentence. <laughs> they don't like to stay northward. <laughs> they're southbound
0: they're droopy droopy nipples <laughs> unfortunately
1: and they're too big like they just wouldn't they wouldn't satisfy anything it would look pierced. nice no yeah.
0: no okay i mean not everybody has i mean i don't cause I, I don't think would. my nipples would be good for it I either i probably would I don't think I would. I mean, as I said, I don't have anything pierced because I just have a thing about needles. So if I were, if my first piercing were to be a nipple piercing, that would be kind of wild. It's not But I also
1: be. don't have feeling in my nipples. <laughs> so
0: you're I thought you were about just... to say, I also just don't have feelings. Well, okay. that too. Yes, but what does that have um, to do with nipple piercings?
1: No, I don't have the best feeling in my sensation? nipples. Sensation? Sensation. So I'm like
0: now rubbing I my could, nipples to be like, what's right, my sensation? What's the sensation in my nipples?
1: Um... <laughs> yeah, no. So I think if I wanted to get them done, it wouldn't really hurt. But again, they're not gonna, it's not gonna Why happen. do you not have sensation yet?
0: This I, might be a too personal conversation. No, I couldn't, for- I couldn't tell you.
1: <laughs> I just know that like any interaction with them is just meh. Meh.
0: Yeah, okay, that's fair. I feel Where that way most too. Most people
1: would have great sensation there, and that's their thing. But mm, Okay,
0: nope. I, I think we're on the same wavelength there. I've never really given a lot of thought. This is the most I've ever talked about my nipples, I think, pro- probably ever.
1: Thank you, Emily and
0: Paris. <laughs> yeah, you've done one thing for us. It's opened up that conversation about nipples. Okay, Gabrielle, I think we're still talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, did you cry when he cried?
0: Did I cry? Did you tear up? Did I tear up? Wait, I, li- I teared up a little wait. when you teared up. Oh you teared up in Riverdale too, so I don't trust you to <gasps> express wow, emotions at wow. appropriate times.
1: <laughs> I'd say it was hormonal, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with me. <laughs> I <laughs> No, I thought it was a little like It was cute. But also like you're directing it towards the wrong woman. And remind me when he cried. I don't even when... quite remember. They had their dinner at his restaurant for the last time. Yeah. Or not the last time. And Matthew's like, you know, it's the last party for... Oh, yeah, for Fashion Week, yeah. And then Gabriel's just standing there, kind of, like, wanting to say goodbye to her, and... Okay. Yeah, and then he's realizing, like, well, she's kind of with Matthew now, and then it wasn't really going in his favor. Like, she was gonna clearly leave, and...
0: I, ugh, I have a problem with characters in movies and TV shows when they do this. I don't know. Maybe I talk a big game, and if I were in the situation, I would handle it differently. But it, it really pisses me off when people just like step down to just like let the other person do their thing but uh, I just feel like so many things could be solved in so many shows and movies if people just were honest about what they were feeling and like when they were feeling it so that scene particularly annoyed me because it was just like dude just say like you want to like have a, have a proper goodbye like I like just do something right. it's, it's really annoying to be like well she's made her choice she wants to be with Matthew and I'll just be over here crying and it's like <sighs> You don't know that. Like, she doesn't realize that she has a choice to make at this point. Because she... Like, she didn't... Ugh.
1: Don't overanalyze. That's
0: I why won't. we watch these shows. I won't. I won't know it. I don't know. I just... I felt frustrated because, you know, I've had my issues with Gabrielle. And Matthew seems like such a great alternative. He does. He does. So, I'm just annoyed because... She was, she's totally going to throw away this perfect man, Sans hair, in Matthew for the, just a piece of garbage that happens to look really sexy.
1: You're going to call Gabrielle
0: garbage?
1: A little bit. I think he's trash.
0: Uh, I don't think he's trash. I think he's sexy trash, but I think he is trash.
1: So let's just get into the fact that they end up boning, which finally. Can we briefly talk about the boots? I loved how quick he ripped those off. Yeah, yeah. That the kind of that made amazing, me feel things, and then also like the quick like zip boom. I was like, yes, he yep. knows what he's fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So whatever they bone or whatever, and they're talking, and it basically comes out that he's leaving, whatever. And he's like, oh Normandy, it's just Normandy, and blah blah blah, and you know they could still see each other. And she goes, we can't like out of respect for basically camille but they don't bring up her name but she's just like you know out of respect and he goes you know and he says his piece and she says the and this this struck a chord with me we have this one perfect thing isn't that enough Mm -hmm. and i was kind of like is it enough in our own personal situations that we've had could have would have should have whatever it is is that one either first or last scenario enough is it perfect enough no. Never. Personally, no. No. I agree. I agree so she's full of shit, but I just needed to bring that up because I felt like realistically, no, it's a tease. It's somebody you wanted or had or
0: could never have, could but never in have in this one moment. You right. Can. And
1: and because you had it that one time, that should be enough and it's not. It's a fucking tease. It's horrible. It's going to fuck with the rest of your relationships going forward. And no. No, no.
0: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with that either. They obviously care about each other on a deeper level. It wasn't just they had to bang it out. There was something else there and that's not going away. So to indulge in it is only going to make it worse. And if there's no potential future for them, then it would have been better not to do it. Or do it and then just embrace the implosion that's going to inevitably occur.
1: It's just, it was one of those things that I was like, she's going to try to write this off as a, it was nothing, but it was totally something and that's going to stick with you for a long time.
0: Yeah. I, I actually thought that Camille was going to find out. Well,
1: okay. We can fast forward because I think we're at that point because
0: it kind of happened right after pretty much. But like the, can we talk thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I we find
1: well, I mean, like we talked about before we find out that Antoine is now going to fund he's stay. Uh yeah. Gabrielle's gonna stay. We'll everything's peachy. Keen. Yeah, everything's great. And um she gets the text from Camille saying like I just heard from Gabrielle that he's staying. Can we talk? What do you think that's gonna be?
0: I don't think it has anything to do I don't think Gabrielle told her that he slept with Emily. I don't either. I think it might more be about the fact that Gabrielle was so reluctant to accept an investment from her family. It's more a venting sesh. Like, she wants to just talk about it. Yeah, which is fair because now that we've seen that Gabrielle is not just unwilling to accept any investment, but just investment from Camille's family, then obviously he was thinking that this relationship with Camille was not going to last and right. that, that may possibly be what she has now realized. That's what I would be thinking. Because I was thinking that it was just his pride getting in the way. And and maybe a little bit to do with accepting money from, like, a significant... That is, that is dicey. And it could be potentially problematic. But, you know, if you're all in on a relationship, because Antoine said that he accepted money from his wife's family when he was getting started. Right. And he understands that it could be complicated. But, you know, he married that woman and... Not that he's not having affairs, but it seems like they're happy enough in their marriage. Which, can we briefly discuss um, Antoine's wife? What was that all about? What was that all about? Because... We don't go back to it. Is the implication... She knows that that... Antoine's wife is okay with Emily fucking Antoine. And not Sylvie. And not Sylvie. Because it was my impression that she knew. Oh, no.
1: She insinuated a thousand percent. Right. She
0: knew that Sylvie was not just a professional contact of her husband. Mm -hmm. And now Emily was going to be that professional contact instead of Sylvie. But it seemed like she was giving her blessing to be like, if you want to fuck my husband, A plus. I would. I like you. Yeah. (laughs) What? what? If anything, I would be less threatened by Sylvie because Emily's younger and potentially more, you know. Unless she felt like okay, she's younger makes sense. Oh,
1: or young <laughs> younger makes sense. Why would you fuck somebody my age or older mm. when you have me? Okay, I that was my that. that was my vision.
0: Okay, that. but yes, I agree with you. That was an interesting scene it's that we don't confusing, go back to. Using confusing. I think that. The dynamic between Sylvie and Antoine, like, really took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I kind of admire oh, her for just dropping his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had that kind but I of wasn't, conviction. Yeah, same. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, though. Yeah. Because Sylvie's not expecting anything from that relationship. No. She, she never wanted to marry Antoine or steal him away from his wife. So, I don't know. Maybe she was just wounded and needed time to recover, but... You know, it seems like she knew what she was getting into when she got involved with him, so she should know that every once in a while, like, his wife's going to have to come first. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of the deal when you're having an extramarital affair. So it is kind of weird that she took it so far so as to reassign his account and avoid speaking to him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really, I mean, it was kind of his fault he was careless that he didn't tell his assistant who booked their trip that... (laughs) Uh, You know, it was with his mistress. But, like, it wasn't like the situation is laid out for everybody. They both know what the deal is. So, for her to be so upset by it, that was kind of weird to me. But I still stand Sylvie, so.
1: I do stand (laughs) Sylvie. She
0: had a great green dress. Mm hmm. It was wonderful. Oh, (laughs) shit. I should have mentioned this when we were talking about the painting. When Luke says, look at this slit. I died. I died. It was he's, really
1: funny. He's the best comedic relief of this show. So good. Hands down.
0: Oh, Mindy. She got fired. She she really did. This whole thing, I don't like.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going to come of it.
0: I think it's because Mindy seemed to have her shit together.
1: So now we're taking... We're... Yeah, we're backpedaling. And she's yeah.
0: in a way. And... Because Ooh. she wants to follow her dream. I don't know. Maybe this I don't like it. Maybe this makes me sound really fucking cynical, but I <laughs> but I reject the storyline where somebody gives up their stable, profitable career. Oh, same. To to chase after a dream that she may never like really be able to make money off of. And this could just be my parents coming back from, you know, childhood being like, "Yes, you enjoy these things, but you need a job so that you can support yourself and make a living and whatever. That's what I'm doing. I don't have time for my hobbies because I'm so fucking tired, but I can afford like right, like what a hobby. I get it. yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like a certain part of growing up is realizing that you can't just chase your dreams. <laughs> just let them. Float away. Super depressing. Super depressing. Where's the creme brulee? That well, was a really pretty firework. You missed it. <laughs> yeah, because my back's to the window. right over there. Uh, but no, I
1: get what you're saying. It's yeah. just... It's... I didn't like the whole scenario. I didn't think they needed to do her dirty like that.
0: No, and also, the job that she... Took that it's only two nights a week, first yeah, of all. And it was just an MC, like she's not even performing. They said she would sing. She said she would oh, sing. Oh, okay. I maybe missed that part. But either way, like that's not going to launch your career. No. And like maybe you're working the, for a drag bar. Yeah. France. Right. And you're not even a drag queen. So.
1: Which I love how Emily's like, they know you're not a drag queen, right? It's
0: like, wow. Is Is she taking a drag Queen job away from somebody who could really use Very it deserving. I don't know I would have rather seen more between Mindy and her family and that power struggle mm-hmm. and trying to reconcile her family's like expectations versus like her own dreams I feel like there's a way to do what you want to do and also pursue your dreams at the same time I like, feel like this that is, could have happened with this, this I don't it. understand why this family just fucked her over though
1: Yeah. It was going to be two nights. Two nights. Right. the kids are fucking asleep. Like, you should be home. She said they were... What's the big deal? Well, she
0: said the family was conservative, so maybe they just have a problem with her working in a drag bar? Again, it's uh, it's 2021. Stupid. And, yeah, and, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it just uh, created this situation where Emily is now living with Mindy. Maybe they just wanted to bring her more in and didn't know how else to do it. But... This wasn't the right way. Mindy's going in the wrong direction. I always had a lot of respect for her and how she handled herself with her family and branching out and just doing her own thing in a totally new country. Like, that was crazy. And it was crazy enough on its own and it didn't need this weird, like, launch to stardom side plot that doesn't really interest Right. And
1: I feel like they gave her so many good, like, when she sang in the park. You know, like, we know she's capable, but the fact that she lost her now job and the reason she's in Paris in the first place is just like, where can we go from here?
0: Yeah. Like, why why does she figure it out? Why is she even in Paris at this point? Right. Why choose Paris? Like, she could have done anything. She could have started, like, teaching singing lessons or done something in that vein to sort of have, like, a side biz to support her real dream of becoming a star. Is that her dream? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's... Uh I don't like it. I really started out like Mindy and now I just I feel like I'm losing some respect for her because she doesn't seem to have an appropriate perspective. We're getting the
1: the real deal at this point.
0: So we have a bye week coming up. We will not be here next week, but we will return the following week going to be doing a movie
1: a movie that i'm going to have to watch again
0: yeah unfortunately don has previewed this movie for us because i wanted to love it assured me that it is the level of quality we've come to expect for this podcast false positive
1: it's on hulu on hulu specifically alana glazer um Justin Theroux, Sophia Bush, I'm excited, and Pierce Brosnan, that gray-haired hottie. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie; I was very excited about him. Bond, James Bond. Yeah, so we'll see what this really good cast is gonna bring to the table. And I already know, <laughs> but I'm just telling you guys. I'm super excited.
0: It. Yeah, I I've heard some buzz, so I'm interested to see where this journey takes me. So we will be doing that watch along if you want and then another bye week another bye week and then we are back no not quite yet We're we not... will well, we have the review oh we have to yes okay we, we have the review episode of Riverdale and which is why I need these bye weeks because I need to get my murder board together but Thank we'll you. do be doing a recap to get everybody up to speed. So that we will be all ready and Yeah, this set was the go. longest break of
1: Riverdale we've huge, ever had.
0: Huge, break. For a
1: season. I mean, it's the same season. We're coming yeah. back to the same season. It's not like in between seasons. Yeah. I don't like that we waited this long. For-
0: no, it, it was kind of annoying and I definitely forgot a lot of things. So I'm going to go back and do my rewatches and I'm going to get my shit together and we will make sure everybody is ready to rejoin when Riverdale comes back. August
1: 11th. 11th. Wednesday, August
0: 11th. But I, I believe they're going to be switching to Tuesday nights in the fall. For the following for season. The, for season six. Yep. So that's a thing. That'll wow. happen. I know. It's going to throw season off my whole week. Happening. Oh, well, yeah, that Or too. that too. <laughs> There's a lot to be flummoxed about oh, in that sentence. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Okay. So aside from that, I'm so excited to be done with Emily and Paris. What do you have for us in terms of our farewell It's, va- it's, it's simple French phrase? It's okay. simple
1: in a French phrase because it's easy to translate, but it fits the bill. Okay. Hit me. Bonne nuit et bonne chance.
0: Bonne nuit and bonne chance. 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 Good night and good luck.
1: Yes. Yes, that is exactly right sylvie said it at one point and i felt the need to bring it to reinforce bring it yeah reinforce in en francais because that's what we need right now
0: good fucking luck yep i would love to know how to say good fucking luck but bon fucking chance <laughs> bon fucking chance <laughs>